Hi, my name is PK from Almost Inevitable Design, and this is a $2.4 million podcast where we talk about web design, web development, and WordPress. Just a heads up, might be using a bit of profanity at times, which is why I checked on the explicit tag. If you're enjoying this podcast, I'd appreciate it if you left me a good rating on iTunes and Spotify. And if you have any questions, feel free to come down to almostinevitable.com and leave me a comment. Also, if you have any friends who need to hear this shit, go ahead, recommend it, and share it, please. Alright, so we are back in um, episode 26, 026-026. And that means that I've been doing this for half a year. Because a year is 52 weeks. And I think I've caught up with... <clears throat> sorry, I think I've caught up with um, the time that it was um, I was on holiday and everything. So, yeah, 26 episodes, that means half a year. So I've been doing this half a year. That's pretty good. Happy about that. Um, although, you know, like... Uh, well, I should check my stats. I'm pretty sure quite a few people listen, but, you know, I don't promote it as much. So... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. So anyways, let's get back into this thing. Um, you know what? If I, if I think it's my, my episodes are not bite sized. I mean, they might be playable during, you know, work, driving to work and coming back like 30 minutes to 30 minute increment. I don't know. It's like an, almost an hour, like 50 minutes. So I've probably just ranted for 24 hours pretty much over the whole a series. So, yeah, they're not bite-sized, so it's a little hard to promote or link someone and help have them listen to it easily, but still, it's got a lot of content in it, right? I'm pretty sure it does, so, because uh, I talk a lot, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. All right. The title, as you have probably seen before you started playing this, is called Tainted Love. Now, Tainted Love, uh, I had to look this up on Wikipedia. Uh, it's originally from uh, composed by Ed Cobb, whoever I don't know that I don't know who that is, but originally recorded by a person named Gloria Jones in 1964, which is a long time ago. It's not rock or heavy metal, and the next version is in 1981 by uh, Soft Cell. I don't know them either. I first heard this song from. None other than Marilyn fucking Manson. Pretty cool, Marilyn Manson, back then. <laughs> I have to say back then because uh, a lot of the music has changed over the times. But um, yeah, Marilyn Manson's Tainted Love was uh, part of the Not Another Teen Movie soundtrack. And it actually, you know, Captain America, Chris Evans was part of, was starring in that movie as well, with uh, with dark hair. So, yeah, it was an old movie. And the music video uh, has uh, uncensored, has an uncensored version, and it shows some uh, women sort of topless. So, that's not the video that I added to the, the post. So you can go search for that yourself. That's actually the first one that pops up. Um, in, in, in the in the search YouTube search you can actually see it on YouTube with you know the uncensored version but um, I will include the regular version on this post <laughs> just because you know I don't want I, I yeah I curse so much but I still none of my curses are like yeah oh well anyways I don't want anything 
like seriously sexual on on this podcast or whatever. So, uh, yeah, no no boobs. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it was originally on uh, not another teen movie soundtrack in two thousand one, and then it became uh, a single. Uh, not a single, but it, but it was included in the golden age of grotesque in two thousand three. And it was a pretty good song. So, good for everyone, I guess. Uh, yeah. Have you noticed that Marilyn Manson sings? Um, well, Marilyn Manson doesn't sing, per se. Like, yeah, he actually said that he writes songs with circles and squares and stuff. and Which is interesting, but I don't think he does notes, necessarily. He just does a lot of different tones of sounds. So if you think about that and start listening to his whole album, albums, then it just sounds, it doesn't really sound like singing, you know? So it's, it's a very, very strange type of vocal uh, style. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the, the content for today. Now, the reason why it's called Tainted Love is because I think um, not... Well, you can't. I can't necessarily say not everything is forever, uh, and but 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 still, you know, uh, things change over time, right? And of course, web technology changes really fast, you know, like. Well, yeah, right. So it changes really fast. And back when I was using Netscape Navigator, it's. <laughs> I don't know if you know fucking Netscape Navigator, but I think uh, I used that when I was in high school in the 90s. Uh, yeah, yeah. Trying to download like uh, what like songs. I've tried downloading songs. I've, of course, had CDs and stuff, but still, I've tried downloading songs in real audio. Have you heard of real audio? RA? Yeah, like those were like really frustrating times for the internet like you would go on to Alta Vista or or like Yahoo Yahoo was around back then and you would search things and you'd get nothing <laughs> but I I didn't make websites back then I started making websites uh around 2000 when I started when I could have my own domain and I had an FTP around 2000 I started making websites um but yeah so things change is basically what I want to start with. Things change, right? And over time, like companies, I've, I've had, like, we've, we've probably gone through, like, everybody's had MySpace, I think, you know, and we've gone through phases where there was a service from a company where you can sort of set things up and you can use your, you can use your own maybe code or CSS if you've used MySpace and stuff. Um, and then, some people started making what start when hosting was easier to purchase. When hosting started becoming easier to purchase and set up without actually talking to people, did you know that a long time ago when when I signed up for InMotion hosting, they actually called me. I don't know if they still do that, but they called me over the phone, and I answered the phone, talked to a human, and they asked me what kind of content I was planning on putting up on my domain that I bought also through InMotion Hosting. And I said, oh, just some photos and some blog stuff. And said, okay, and just, just making sure you're not uploading porn. I'm like, okay, I won't. 
I don't, yeah, right? So they actually did that. I did that. I had that phone call, you know? So when things started getting a lot easier, it was around that time. Things started getting a lot easier. CMSs, content management systems, came into the spotlight and it became this huge thing. Uh, we had C panels. We had C panels back even in like 2006, something like that. Yeah, I think something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, C probably earlier than that because my friend, when he first introduced me to WordPress, I don't know, uh, it was WordPress 2.0 or something, uh, and we had cPanel, and he said like, oh, check out, check this out, and I logged into cPanel, it was through a port, and just logged in there, and he said like, check this out, and there was like this Softaculous type thing, I think it was Softaculous, and you would just click, one-click installations, and it was so cool, one-click installations of like fucking... Drupal, Joomla, and WordPress, and Simple Machines Forum, and PHBB. I used to use Joomla and SMF. SMF is Simple Machines Forum. I liked SMF a little bit more than PHBB. Uh, just, just, just personal preference. And then I, I would try to edit CSS with that and stuff. And it was so many little things in there, in there, in the, in the SMF. Because I used to run forums, I used to manage forums and stuff, uh, magic forums, if, in case you were wondering, it wasn't porn, so, <laughs> and then Joomla, and then, you know, PayPal, Elon Musk with PayPal started getting, getting more traction, and everything started just snowballing into this whole thing that we now have as the internet, and I used to sell things online as well, and that, that's how things work, right? So I started going uh, fully just WordPress since like WordPress 3 point something, right? And back then, now I'm not, I'm not saying all this because I hate people who are like, oh, I started using like Dreamweaver back then. So I hate people who do that. And that's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to say is I'm, there will be a point here, but what I'm trying to say is things will get tainted later on. That's what I'm trying to get to, all right? And this is not, I don't care how long you've been doing for whatever. I only care about how much you're willing to learn and what you're willing to, uh, not just what you're willing to learn, but the skill and the willingness to learn that you have right now. That's way more important than fucking playing around with Dreamweaver and just saying like, oh, I've been in the game for like 20 years. Like, who gives a fuck? Me too, but fuck you. You know, like you can't even align some fucking buttons. Who cares if, you, if, if you've been doing this for like, what, a decade? Who fucking cares? You can't, you know? So I really don't care about that. I really don't care. As long as it's an experience like over three years, it doesn't really matter. You know, the willingness to learn is more important. But anyways, let's get back to, um, what is it? Fucking uh, WordPress. So started using WordPress. And I think it was around the turn of the decade-ish, like 2007, 8, 9-ish, around there. And I found Elliot Themes. I was very impressed by the uh, pricing structure. It was like, what, $49 back then for a personal account or something? And yeah, it was 79 49 something like that. They had a personal account and they had a developer's account. And I started with the personal account because it was just I was just doing it for myself. And they had like 20, 30 themes that you can download unlimitedly. Is that a word? That's a word now. Unlimitedly. 
unlimited downloads. And I was really happy. And I was like, what? I have all this power in my hands, you know? And uh, I had a friend, and I was like, I'll make your website for you. I'll use this. And, you know, so I, I started doing that way more. <laughs> I thought it was a lot easier than, you know, using whatever uh, a free WordPress theme that just starts with a blog, you know? And, uh, yeah, so I, I got into that. That was a, that It was Elegant Themes, and then Elegant Themes sort of slowed down their monthly theme releases and their monthly theme sneak peeks, and they slowed everything down. It was really quiet for, like, half a year or a year almost, and people were like, what's going on, right? So... I think the last, one of the few last ones were like these, um, was it, what, I don't know, uh, ah, fucking Nexus or whatever. They had a few themes and then it just stopped. Then they released Divi, right? They had a sneak peek for Divi and then they released Divi 1.0. And because I was used to how Elegant Themes did things and I also used Elegant Themes page builder, they actually had a separate page builder back then. And this worked because, this is a lot of history now, this worked because of shortcodes. And I loved using it. It used shortcodes. And it is essentially uh, proto-Divi, right? And you would have like an opening shortcode of one half and then the closed shortcode of one half and then that would be like two columns, you know? That's pretty much how what became Divi later on, and that is why Divi still uses shortcodes, and which is fine. It's, there's nothing wrong with shortcodes, but uh, that's how that works. So I might have actually said this before. I don't know, but yeah, I'll, I'll get yeah. So they they did that and they ran with it because it became massively popular, and then uh, other shit happened like. Elementor sort of ripped off. Uh, I need to look it up. I distinctly remember a different builder that looked like there are two, three builders that look pretty much the same, and then it just became Element Elementor, just all Elementor. The other ones that look similar sort of didn't work out as much. Didn't gain didn't gain the popularity. So yeah, but that's not important necessarily because I don't use fucking Elementor. Uh, but yeah, I, I use Divi and I've always used Divi since Divi 1.0 all the way up to Divi 3.30 or something, 33 point something. Yeah. And then 4.0 rolled around and it just fucked things up. I just could not use it. Now, I know because I'm very, still very active in the Divi Facebook forums groups or forums, whatever you call them, groups, and I still know, and I still help people, I still know the Divi structure and how it works and all that, not much has changed yet, I can't, I see, because all they're doing is trying to, air quote, refine the experience, but you know what, I'm looking at my computer screen, it's on localhost, and I came into the theme builder, it, it sort of got the four dots circling and then it stopped and then Nick Roach popped out and I told him to fuck off and then the four brown thingies started circling again and then I got these three columns asking me to build from scratch, choose a pre-made layout or clone an existing page. So I clicked on build from scratch 
and I and I'm clicking on this, clicking on this. I'll, I'll actually do it with the mouse. I'm clicking on this shit over and over again. Nothing's happening. Nothing. It doesn't fucking work. It does not work. Now this is actually Divi four point three point two, and it does not fucking work. Now, some people say. Oh, I'll help you with that. No, fuck you. I know what I'm doing. And it didn't have problems before. The server has only gotten better. Nothing should be a problem. But it's not fucking working. I don't know. Why not? The people who do make do get it to work, what the fuck are you doing? You know? Like, I, I might think, some people might think, you know what? Why can't I make it work? Everybody else is getting it to work. So maybe I'm doing something wrong. No, don't victim shame shame me. I built with Divi since 1.0. I can't get it to work reliably on localhost. So no more Divi for me. What the fuck? You know? Like, that's... It, thing is, like, things... What I use, I use the back-end builder the most. All right? Now, I'm fine with using wireframe. It's... Fun when things pop up, I'm okay with that. I don't use the visual builder. Why not? Not only is the visual builder really stupid in terms of how it comes up with its code because it just tries to bake everything into importance and it's just stupid piece of shit spaghetti code. But you, you you see things now the way that structurally the way that it's built you pull on paddings and you pull on margins and that inherently is not a good thing because that makes all the numbers just really random and that's why you get something like margin 271 pixels like what the fuck is that and then margin right is 12 pixels margin bottom is 253 pixels the fuck is that you know why not just use proper numbers and then just set everything so it looks consistent and looks like there's a proper visual hierarchy and there's a rhythm there why would you get everything in like random sizes you know so visual builder inherently i think and it's going to be close to impossible to change my mind is inherently not only for amateurs it's just not a good way to build websites, which is why I never would use Elementor because it is front end only. I think that is fucking stupid. So is Oxygen, it's front end only. I've tried Oxygen, it's fucking stupid. Now, that's why I used to use Divi, but tainted love, we're gonna get to the thing. The reason why I don't use Divi anymore is because it's fucking stupid. And do I use a different builder? Yes, I do. I either use Site Origins Page Builder. That's the name. Site Origin is the company, and Page Builder is their fucking name. Um, we used to, uh, what is it? WP Bakery with their Visual Composer used to be pretty good. I've seen a lot of people in the Divi groups say that it's bad, but fuck them. What do they know? I think it's good. All right? I can fight them, but still, I think it's good. It's It's... It's a lot, it's, it has a really good, consistently well-working back-end. Now, that is for the Visual Composer. It's not for the WP Bakery new one. Well, no, I think they, I think they trashed it, and they're using the Visual Composer for themselves, 
and the WP Bakery name is now the one that's used in whatever. They, they, they split it up. It's the same thing, but it's split up. But now the free one that's on WordPress is front end only. So fuck them now. All right. So I can't use the back end builder, so I'm not using that anymore. I would have. I would have, but no back end. Um, so yeah, page Beaver Builder is also front end. All the other ones are front end only. Uh, site origin page builder is pretty good. It the the code that it loads is very lightweight and it uses mostly flex. So it's pretty pretty consistently good. I like it. Uh, it does have a lot of divs in between because its structure is uh, it is structurally using widgets. So it's a little different, but uh, it the the style sheets and all that. It's fine. Uh, like I said, there are a few more divs than I would normally like, but still, it's pretty consistently good, so I like it. Uh, but now, I mostly use just Gutenberg. Oh, yeah, I used to fucking hate Gutenberg, but it's gotten pretty good now. Everything loads well, and it works. It fucking works. It actually works way better then fucking Divi. Divi can fuck the fuck off. I can't even load that shit. So yeah, it works really well. It's consistently good. And it's very lightweight. And it comes with WordPress. So why not, right? And I build my custom blocks and stuff. So uh, it's it just does whatever I want it to do. And I'm fine with that. As long as it does what I want it to do. And as long as I can build the way that I think is easy to understand, logical, and um, well-spaced, well-thought-out, and well-planned, you know? Not just like mouse-dragging shit and then just getting random numbers just being included in spaghetti code and then just breaking all the layouts when you just change the screen size. You know, not none of that shit, all right? So, why is this called Tainted Love? It's because... I think as either a designer, whether you're more of a web designer than a web developer, or whether you're more of a web developer than a designer, uh, I think we should always, always stick to the basic stuff and keep learning how to do more of the basic stuff. So. If anything changes, and if any of the love that we show to a product is tainted, there you go, there's a title, is tainted, we can still move on to other things and it will not ruin our workflow. You know? Think about this. Let's say all I can do is just use Divi, go to the Visual Builder, and just load it up, drag things onto the Builder, the visual builder and then just drag my mouse around just click everywhere just type stuff in and if nothing if, if it doesn't work I go onto the Facebook forum Facebook groups and I ask like I'm not a newbie but I must be having a brain fart here I'm like fuck you man come on if you can't do something whatever it is whatever, if it's something simple that you can't do and you're just saying oh I'm having a brain fart no just fucking calm the fuck down figure it out or maybe you don't know, it's then don't come up with those stupid excuses in front. Who cares? I don't care. Stop saying that shit. I'm not going to judge you if you don't know. Of course, you know, I can tell that you're actually a newbie. You saying you're not a newbie doesn't change anything, you know? So, fuck off. Do it properly. So, 
if I were something like that, if I were someone who built websites like that, and I would always just moan and bitch about, you know, responsiveness and all that shit. Um, if the Divi 4 update is not working on my computer like it's not working right now, I'm still looking at the same screen. Build from scratch, I can't click it. It doesn't work. Nothing works. I'm going to close this stupid tab. Yeah, leave page. Fuck you. Yeah. So if that happened, then my whole business has just collapsed right here. My whole business has collapsed. Luckily, I have invested a lot of time in learning all kinds of other stuff and dealing with a lot of other plugins or page builders and expanded my horizons in the meantime so I can actually jump ship and go to something else easily, relatively easily. I will have to change some of my workflow or some of my um, uh, habitual codes that I used to use, but still, I can jump ship and I can switch lanes relatively easily as opposed to people who are just stuck on a stupid header that doesn't work the way they want and just moaning and bitching about it for days on end. I don't have to do that because, like I said, I've invested enough time to learn how to switch lanes, all right? That's what this whole episode is about and that's why it took me this long to get into it because I just wanted you to come along for the ride and sort of understand how fucking frustrating it would have been if I had not prepared for anything like this, you know? And I, and I can see a lot of people like that as well. I've gotten into a few fights <laughs> in, the, in the Facebook groups, gotten into a few fights with some, I'm going to call them fucking idiots and people who can't stay on topic, just fucking idiots, defensive idiots. Now the thing about arguing with people, and I've noticed this, I've seen this many times that I've lost because of this. Tell someone that they're defensive. <laughs> Why are you so defensive? What are they going to do? I'm not defensive. That's defensive. You know, so that's so frustrating if someone says that. Anyways, so um, I've seen people and, I'm, you know, like there was this one post that asked me why, um, what kind of features you want from Divi. And I said a feature that would allow you to turn off the visual builder. It's my opinion. And it comes from a very long history of understanding how Divi works. And I've seen every increment of Divi, and I've used pretty much every increment of Divi since 1.0.0, you know? So this guy's just jumping in and telling me, oh, that means you're not gonna be using Divi. Well, fuck you, the Divi backend builder works fine, used to work fine until, now this is a thing, this is why the new visual builder, this is why the, well, this is why the classic builder is so fucked up right now. Um, they are, so Divi runs off of JavaScript and JavaScript is a way that it interacts with the user and it writes some code and builds things and it temporarily until you save it. So it stays in the browser cache until you save it and then it becomes saved onto the database. That is essentially what JavaScript is doing and it just goes through a very intensive, very intensive uh, visual builder, visual builder that tries to show you everything in real time and detect all your mouse movements and your typing while doing it. And that is what is loading onto your browser for you to use. 
And the um, Classic Builder used to have way less of that because it didn't have to cope with being visual, right? All it had to do, for example, if it had an image, all it had to do was just save it into the media browser, uh, into the media browser, I guess, and just have that URL, the source URL there, and that's it. But if you're using the visual builder, it's gonna have to stay there, and it's gonna have to move around with your mouse. So that's a lot of things that are happening, you know? So although they said like, oh, because of the new JavaScript stuff that we added, Go to um, um, Wireframe Builder now. Yeah, I've tried it and it still doesn't work. Like the pages load twice and things just don't load properly. And I click on something and then the page goes away. Like I don't have time for this shit, you know? So I want all of the new Visual Builder stuff to be turned off. But yeah, this fucker was just like, like, but that means you're not using Divi. Well, fuck off. I didn't ask you and it's not up to you to answer. And I got into this whole fight with this guy for no reason. And I I try to be nice, but I, I, I want to say fuck off, you stupid dumbass. But I can't, yeah. Um, so that kind of shit happens. And that's, yeah. So I don't use Divi now. I use, like I said, other stuff. Um, I have invested a lot of time in working, in making my own themes with underscore and that works really well but it's so frustrating when you miss one thing and then uh, uh, like things that would have been done style wise automatically I just have to address everything so sometimes it gets a little time-consuming and frustrating so I've been looking for a good starter theme you know a good starter theme and there are a few of them out there uh, I'll list a few now this, why am, I, why am I going through all this? Because, you know, if you're frustrated by Divi, these are alternatives that you can turn to. And probably if, it, if you just put in a little bit of time, it will help in the long run and no more frustration from, not, from things not loading. Like Site Origin Page Builder is so solid compared to what you were used to with fucking stupid Divi. It is so solid on its loads and what happens when you click on things, it is such a relief that that just works, you know? So things like that. And there's a lot of uh, third-party add-ons that you can load, that you can um, uh, install, and it just, it just works a lot easier. And uh, when I need to do something quickly and just put things up there and then just style it in one go, I would use uh, a Site Origin Page Builder because it just fucking works. Or if it's... Um, if it's okay to have a lot of, uh, I don't know, empty space between things, then yeah, uh, not empty space between things, but if it's not as intricate, then Gutenberg works fine as well. And you can actually have plugins that give you extra blocks. So Gutenberg actually works really well. So give that a try, you know? It's, it's liberating, you know? So, uh, themes, let's get to themes. A uh, few good themes that people recommend are, uh, is Astra. A lot of the Elementor community use Astra. And then there's this Elementor made this new whatever fucking Elementor theme, whatever it is. I've never used it, but if you use Elementor, I guess that's like the new thing now and trying to take away Astra's market or whatever. 
but I don't care because I don't use both. I, I don't use either. But there's Astra. You can use it with a Divi Builder. You can use it with Site Origin Page Builder. You can use it with whatever other builder. It's fine. And just pick the full width page template, and it'll be fine. You know. Um, some other good themes that are very lightweight. Once you use Site Origin Builder with one of these themes that I'm mentioning here, it is the difference is night and day when you're using fucking sluggish as hell fucking piece of shit Divi. Sorry that I'm hating Divi so much. It's all up to ele uh, Elegant Themes to actually fucking fix this so it'll fucking load on my computer. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, yeah, this, the difference is night and day. The, the load times and the snappiness of the pages, it's just so different, you know? So it's, yeah. And Astra, we have Astra. Ocean WP is another good theme. Uh, Page Builder Framework is another good theme. I'll, I'll leave the links there, but you can check them out yourself. I've actually found one that looks really promising, and I'm going to use that in my next build. Uh, it's called Bloxy. B-L-O-C-K-S-Y, and it is built for the Gutenberg page builder. So just load that, add a child theme, and you're good to go. Just use the default stuff, and you're good, you know? So no extra stuff, maybe one or two Gutenberg plugins, add-ons for custom blocks or whatever, but that's about it. So, and it looks really good, and it's fucking free. I can't, I, I looked around the whole website, and it kept on saying 100% free, and it looks really premium. It's got WordPress stuff and everything. So, yeah, what the fuck? You know, it's really good. So I'm gonna use that for my next build. I'm gonna give it a try and, and let you know how, how much I either love it or hate it. But yeah, those themes uh, are really good. So check those out. Uh, and like I said, the page builders would be Gutenberg and uh, page, Site Origin as opposed to whatever other front-end builder shit that you get. So, yeah. Um, now, that is just in terms of ready-made, already developed WordPress stuff. Let's say, for example, what happens if those themes just crap out on you, or what happens if those plugins suddenly change and they just collapse, you know? What do you need to do? You need to learn your code, you know? If you're a developer, learn your code. If you're a designer, get a developer who learned their code, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, like, um, here's here's a good order of code languages that are, I think, worth learning. Start with HTML, it's very easy, open and closing tags, and HTML5 actually has some new tags, like section, aside, header, main, you know, those kind of things. Same thing as a div, but just use those. Just learn some HTML, they're really easy. Uh, if you wanna get into some crazy HTML shit, then look up stuff like um, Hamel or, um, no, Babel's JavaScript, no, Hamel, yeah, Hamel. Look up Hamel, Hamel's really cool, uh, I think. So check those out if you want, want to, but HTML is fine. Um, and then CSS, of course. Uh, after CSS, you can get into SCSS. I would highly recommend SAS. Uh, and then JavaScript, maybe some jQuery, I don't think I've looked into it a lot. I've tried, I've started learning it, and then the more I learn it, it's just, it's not front-end building for websites that I make. It's more for web apps. If you're learning stuff like React or Svelte, you know, those kind of things, just sticking with jQuery, I think is 
fine for many things or just learn just raw JavaScript, you know? And of course PHP because WordPress is fucking PHP. And those are those are the, the only those are the only languages. It's it's only four languages, pretty much. HTML, CSS, JavaScript, and PHP. Uh, just put in your time to learn some of that stuff and then later on WordPress or themes or plugins will just be what you could have done not necessarily, but sort of what you could have done, but just they've taken, they've shortened the, the development time for you and you don't have to put in all that time yourself, you know? So it's just offsetting a little bit of time, making it more efficient when you could have done everything yourself with code. Get to that point and I'm still learning stuff. I'm still learning JavaScript stuff. I'm still learning new SAS mixins. I'm still learning some PHP tricks. Still learning WordPress PHP code. Uh, it's it's fun. It's never ending, and you know it's it helps. The more you learn, the more independent you are of whatever shit any theme or plugin might throw at you. You know, so um, or if you're a designer, then you know stick to the design basics. So same thing. You know, stick to the design basics. Like learn typography learn more uh, about spacing or white space, you know, whatever, you know, learn more about that, learn, stay on trend. And if, even if a trend changes, you will still have your basics with you. You know, that's how you can approach this. That's how I think you should be approaching this. And that's how you can actually stay either at least not, maybe not ahead, but at least on market, you know, on trend. I think, I think that's really important. So uh, this whole thing was just not just, uh, I, can't, I can't say it's just about a rant about Divi because I've probably made clear that I don't like Divi 4 anymore in a lot of places. Not, not just my uh, review, but oh yeah, that fucking review, you know? Like the videos on YouTube, on my channel, there's not, I don't, I don't remember getting a downvote, you know? I've looked through the list. I don't get downvotes for a few reasons. A, not many people watch the videos. And B, the people who do watch the videos watch it through the website. So they can't go to YouTube to downvote it. And three, it's informative and there's no reason to downvote it. The only, the only fucking video on my YouTube channel that got downvoted was my Divi review. I didn't like it. I treaded lightly, trying to say that it needs work. I got fucking downvoted. Fuck you guys. Not you, not the listener, but fuck the guys who downvoted me. It's, it's a valid opinion. You come up with a better opinion or you try to make it work. Fuck you, you know? So anyways, that's, that's why I, there's no love lost there. <laughs> But yeah, check out some other stuff because there's WordPress is a lot larger than just Divi. So, and I know a lot of the, the audience use Divi because, you know, I almostinevitable.com is mainly, was mainly a Divi tutorial site, you know? So yeah, um, I don't know if you've noticed, but I don't uh, endorse products on my website or on the podcast. It's because I just don't. I, I've gotten... Request. I've gotten a lot of requests for like 
guest blogging or uh, they've offered me to use any product if I ask for it and then if I give a demo and use it on my uh, blog post then I'm, I'm, I'm able to do it and I can use an affiliate uh, link to sell it or whatever. I've never done any of that because I because a lot of um, services, a lot of plugins, what they do is they uh, make the development time a little shorter, just a little bit. Sometimes it works, sometimes it causes more problems than it's worth. Uh, for me, I haven't found a, a proper use for anything that I've seen that cannot, mostly cannot be solved with a few lines of CSS uh, or some PHP, of course, or some other third-party WordPress plugin. And the thing about people just trying to stick with Divi for no other reason than uh, that's the only interface that they know, whereas you can just drop a short code from some other plugin and it'll do the same fucking thing. Uh, it's just, it's just really, I didn't, I didn't find any reason to do that. And I don't like other child themes. They look, I think they don't look as good as the designs that were done well. I don't think they're designed well. Like even the ones, the child themes that are on, I'm going off of a rant just on, you know, <laughs> off of a tangent now. But the, have you noticed the, the examples like, oh, 10 examples of a, pizza restaurant or you know restaurant child theme you know and if you check those demos they suck they so suck you know they not only are they not responsive even the desktop version is broken in many cases like they suck like how the fuck do they sell things you know so i can't sell it i can't act like i'm endorsing any of that to sell to make a quick buck you know so i don't i don't have any sponsors <laughs> And I don't think Elegant Themes likes me either, so, <laughs> so, so yeah, fuck that. Um, now, just a few updates before I get into articles and resources. A few updates. I just finished the website. You know what? You know how I was so frustrated with, with um, shitting? If you don't know what I'm talking about, I think uh, episode 22, go listen to episode 22, 1,000 Points of Hate. And it's a whole story about how, how I pretty much almost got scammed and everything just went to shit. And those motherfuckers, they actually, if you were listening in to episode 22, here's an update. Uh, you know my friend, uh, Mike? Yeah, he got fired too. <laughs> what the fuck? And they didn't pay Mike properly either. What the fuck? You know, so yeah. Fucking dick fuck faces. Uh, so that's what that's what happened with them. Uh, and that website. Oh no, well, that, that's not important. So yeah, I was a little disheartened by all that, and also with all the shit that I got for uh, design that was directly directed badly by their bad taste. Uh, another website. I just finished the website. I got full client approval, so that I'm very happy with that. I actually. Uh, was very happy after I finished working at the office. I was walking out and I got an email saying uh, that e that website that I started from nothing, designed, got the proof approved, uh, made a custom theme for, added some custom Gutenberg blocks, made the whole theme, made the whole website, and everything got approved. All I need to do is migrate because um, their accounting department has now gotten notified to pay me. So 
I'm happy with that, right? So, yeah, I can do this shit. I know how to do this shit, you know? So, yeah. Alright, so let's get into some news and articles. I have some new stuff. It's, some of them are interesting, so let's get into that, okay? Alright, I'll see you in articles, news and articles. Okay, we are back to news and articles. Now, I don't, I think I mentioned this, I'm not sure how long ago it was though, but I mentioned this before. This is about the Wix SEO battle, all right? Now, on my website, there is a post that says, that talks about how much Wix sucks. And I got contacted by this guy who manages or owns or works at an agency called Liquid, right? And they were chosen to go up against... Oh, what the fuck is this? Mary... Marie Haynes Consulting. And they... Marie Haynes Consulting is going to be using Wix. And Liquid is going to be using whatever platform that they want. And the whole point is they had like two, three months time or something and they needed to rank higher, all right? Whoever ranked higher for the search term Wix SEO would win, all right? And it was arranged, it was a competition arranged by Wix. Now, who do you think won? Who do you think would have won? Who do you think Wix would have win is the better question. Yeah, Marie fucking Haynes won. All right. Now, there, I, I went through this, this competition ended like January 19th or something. So it's been about a month. I was really interested. I was, I was very curious on whether they won or not. And, you know, yeah, I guess they didn't. But if you, I have the post here and it is really, not surprising that Wix would go through so much bullshit just to win this. And Liquid has their um, suspicions. But yeah, it reading this out, I don't care what Wix says. I don't believe Wix. You know, they. it looks like they won. They said that they acted like they won. But no, Liquid won because... They have the stats here. Like the the day or two days before the end of the the competition, throughout the whole time, the whole fucking time, the whole time, not the whole time, since September. Alright, since September, they've always been winning. Alright? They've always been winning. WixSEOHaters.com compared to WixSEOLovers.com. Who would rank higher? When you say Wix SEO and Wix SEO haters.com would be winning since September the whole time, all the way up to January 17th or something. Yes, 17th. And then they suddenly dropped. What? They suddenly fucking dropped and they and the winner, the, the, the other one just eked out a win at the end, you know, and 
what happened was, and they have they have all these stats, they have the, the, the graphs and everything. It looks like they got some attacks and they got massive drops a few times. In one in November, one at the end of November, and then one in mid-December. They got massive drops, which is really weird, you know? And um, they said that they didn't get a Google penalty, they didn't have spammy links, uh, no drastic changes, they weren't hacked, they were not outranked, so they were also doing better, ranked number one, uh, ranked on page one, while the other, the competition, ranked like 20, 30 spots below them on all the other search engines as well, like Bing, Baidu, Yahoo, and DuckDuckGo. So there is absolutely no reason why the Wix SEO lover, Marie Haynes, would win, you know? And it, it, was, it was an unfair start to start with. Even on the Wix competition page, when they introduced Marie Haynes, they had the word SEO right next to it. Like, what? Come on, Wix. And they actually announced the winner before the end of the competition. What the fuck? You know? And here's, here's another thing. Uh, they actually say, they actually have all the rules and they point out pointed out the rules, and it looks like Wix has violated a lot of the rules. And well, but the judge just came up with excuses saying that it's not a violation. And you know, it's it's just yeah. So it's basically like Wix throw just spending a lot of money, having some agency go on a wild goose chase. And then when they looked, when they when it seemed like they were going to lose, they just ended up sabotaging the whole thing. They did, uh, the, the loser, the Liquid, uh, did get a prize, a $10,000 prize, but still, you know, they were pretty much uh, 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 taken away. The, the win was taken away from them pretty forcefully. It was, it was an unfair battle, you know? So, yeah, my opinion is the same. Fuck Wix. Fuck, the, fuck them. Alright? Next. <laughs> Next. Let's go to... Uh, um, let's see. Uh, this is a article on Fast Company. Uh, came out and the article came out on February 10th, uh, 2020. There's a company called Brandless. Brandless. Yeah, Brandless. And... They were pretty cool until um, they're shutting down. Yeah. So, um, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because it's a really cool story. Uh, it was a very cool original idea. And what it was is they wanted to cut out the middle man and they wanted to uh, deliver high quality organic products. Right? And what they did was they sold items for $3 so people won't be comparing prices and they will be overwhelmed. They'll just have a really good product, like one good product for like, let's say honey, organic honey. So they'll find a good honey provider, make that, just package it as $3, sell it for $3. And then um, other more expensive products would be like, they'll just stick with a three, like $6, $9, and then that's it. And it's just brandless. So they take cut out all the middlemen. And they try to bring down the prices. 
and get the uh, delivery infrastructure really uh, uh, streamlined, right? Uh, but yeah, didn't work. <laughs> so I, thought, I thought it was really cool. Uh, and they were doing they were doing okay. I was supposed to grow. It did grow, but um, yeah, it, it didn't work out in the end. So yeah, it's so it's 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 a it's a good read because they talk about how they were trying to build name recognition and uh, they 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 tried hard, but it didn't work out. Uh, they took a lot. Of, they started with a lot of funding, and you know, but. Yeah, didn't work. So it's just it's just it's just a cool story about. Uh, yeah, I mean the photo itself it also I don't know, very cool. Um, they they try to, I don't know they yeah it's 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 a very nice idea, where I'm sure the people who have worked there have now learned some new things that they will go off and do and revolutionize some other thing. So hopefully that works out well for them because I think it's a really cool idea. You know, make it a lot easier for people to purchase high quality products at a very low uh, price. You know, so that's, I think that's really cool. Okay. Uh, and yeah, let's get to resources now. Okay, it's only two this time, so let's get to resources. Okay, now in resources, what we found, what I found, is some really, really cool stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, so, the, so this one is these lyrics do not exist.com. All right, so let's let's try something like this. Uh, it's it generates your lyrics with AI, and it's it's really cool. I'll show you what I mean. I'll I'll, I'll explain what I mean. So let's say um, there's a song topic. I'll type in party. The genre is country, metal, rock, pop, rap, and EDM. I don't know. I didn't know EDM had lyrics. Uh, I'll go with metal because, yeah, it has the. You know what? If you're gonna have the horns up, you don't. The thumb should not come out. Anyways, that's fine. It's okay. And there's very sad, sad, neutral, happy, very happy. If it's going to be metal song about partying, it should be... Alright, not partying. Alright, how about love? That's, that's one of the sample, example topics. Love, metal, very sad. Alright, generate my lyrics. I click that. And it generates my lyrics. So this is what I got. Your AI generated lyrics. Verse 1. I bleed like others do, but I bleed no worse for this love. Whoa. I bleed like others do. And they say it for a few times. I bleed like others do, but I bleed no worse for this love. And then the pre-chorus. Only if they love me are we truly free. I don't know what that means, but that's fine. It's, a, it's automatically generated. The chorus. They have a chorus. I give and I take, and I give and I take. I cannot love you. I cannot love you. I cannot love you. You say that few more times. All right, sounds like a song. If you put some good, uh, what is it, some good melody to it, it'll work. I mean, there are songs that have way less lyrics, you know. <laughs> uh, verse two is, I will pay violence for love for peace. There we go. This is metal as hell now. 
I will pay violence for love for peace. I hope the light of day will help us make a better world. It doesn't rhyme because if you're going to rhyme world, it's going to be it's going to have to be girl. <laughs> you know, rhyming girl and world in R&B songs. <laughs> yeah, so um this is I think this is really cool. You can regenerate lyrics, you can start again, you can download these lyrics. It's really it's really cool. I think it's really funny. So, check it out. It's fun. So, it's just fun. All right, let's go to the next one, uh, youtubetaggenerator.com. So you can put in a YouTube video, video, YouTube video title or a keyword, and it will get you a bunch of tags, and that will help you with, it's like a hashtag generator, and it'll help you get better SEO tags for your YouTube videos. So check this out, it's actually very interesting, and it can actually analyze tags from other uh, posts that you might compete against and stuff. So it's really worth checking out. I think this is really cool. It's a really good resource. So check that shit out. All right, next one is catswhocode.com. And it is a post about 10 plus best online code editors. Now, normally we code, I think this is this resource is fitting for this episode because I'm talking about learning code and shit. Right? Yeah. Um, so, uh, this is an online code editor. That means that it will, you don't need to use like Sublime or Atom or VS Code or whatever you use, uh, whatever text editor you use on your desktop. You can just type in the browser and it will sort of work. You know? So, CodePen is a very popular one. I have a code pen as well. I use that quite a bit. There's code sandbox. This looks really cool. Yeah. So yeah. But it's it it seems to be more about JavaScript. So maybe not that maybe that's why I, I haven't used it. But yeah. Uh CodeShare, JS Fiddle, JS Bin, a lot of JS because, you know, it's 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 hard. <laughs> you gotta you gotta you gotta test it a lot. Um try it editor, play code. Um, another one that's not here that I think is very important, but I will get into it in my future SAS Divi. I will use fucking Divi, yeah, because my website courses are about Divi. The future courses after I finish this SAS Divi course will be about Gutenberg, will be about advanced custom fields and all that kind of other stuff and PHP and whatever, but I do want to finish the, the three, the trilogy of... Divi courses, so yeah, I want to get into um, SAS. I need to finish that because I've started it, but I need to fucking finish it. Uh, but yeah, uh, SAS Meister is another good one for SAS. So if you want to learn SAS, check that shit out. Uh, Typeit.org is also something, but yeah, it, they you have to pay for it. No, no, that's not it. Sorry. Uh, Gitpod is something that you have to pay for. I guess yeah. All right, so yeah, this this post has a lot of really cool useful stuff that you might want to check out a few of them are most of them are JavaScript heavy but a few of them really help in whatever you're doing so it's good for testing I think yeah all right so I think that's about it for this episode it's already an hour so what 59 minutes yeah so I'm gonna have to sign off so I'll see you in the next episode episode 26 will be another WooCommerce episode and I'll see you there okay all right bye bye